Welcome to Childcare CRM, the podcast. You're familiar with Childcare CRM, the company, and hopefully you love using Childcare CRM, the product. I'm your host, Sierra Rossing, and I serve as the content marketing specialist here at Childcare CRM. Today, I'm joined by someone who I actually get to work very closely with, despite us being at different organizations. Genevieve Carbone serves as the head of marketing at Kangaroo Time, and she's joined us today to discuss the key to authentic parent engagement. Genevieve, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role? Sure. So I work at Kangaroo Time. I am the head of marketing there. So I oversee all of our marketing efforts, um, including a lot of our content. I often contribute to our blog that we have for educators, which we've collaborated with Childcare CRM many times before. Our webinar series as well, which we've had Matt Famoya, CEO of Childcare CRM on a few times. Um, So yeah, overseeing all of the marketing. And if you don't know what Kangaroo Time is, Kangaroo Time makes software for child care centers. So we do billing and payments. We have a parent app. We do staff management, a really robust platform for child care centers and preschools. And so you mentioned that you kind of help manage the blog. Um, and recently you published an article titled The Five Ways to Increase Parent Engagement. And considering the past year and COVID-19's impact on how childcare educators are able to connect with the families in their center, I was hoping we could kind of dive in on that topic a little bit. And in your opinion, what does parent engagement really mean and why does it matter? I think parent engagement is synonymous with parent retention. We know that when parents are more engaged and they're better informed, that's gonna lead to better family retention at your center. Parent engagement is just as important as enrollment and you don't wanna lose those families because that's gonna impact your bottom line. And parent engagement can have a lasting impact on your business. Keeping your parents better engaged is gonna keep them happier and more informed about what's happening at your childcare center. And the happier your parents are and families, the more likely they are to recommend your center and even write a review for you if you ask. So in marketing, we always call this the flywheel approach. So you keep your, you enroll families, you keep them really happy, then they're gonna go in and they're gonna pay it forward by recommending your center and writing reviews for you and just hopefully continuing that cycle for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think, of course, we know that parent referrals and reviews are, you know, a huge part of increasing your enrollment and attracting families to your center. So I think that's a great point. And beyond that, what areas should centers be focusing on in particular to increase their parent engagement? I think that's a great question because there's so much that they can focus on. There's so much information to communicate. So I like to break it down into three different categories. You have your daily reports. So what the child's eating at school, you know, the diapering and, uh, you know, toileting, all those important things that you put into your daily reports, Uh, you know, their behavior in the classroom, what's going on. And then I think the other part is education, Uh, letting your parents know what's going on in your center, keeping them, um, keeping them up to date on developmental milestones that their child may have met or what, you know, if they haven't met them yet. Um, And even giving them tips for how they can implement the curriculum at home. And then I think the last category is timely information, letting your parents know about the center's upcoming events, any type of programs, uh, their center's cleaning and safety measures, and then announcements about new hires um, or, you know, a teacher might be departing, uh, something of that nature. So just in your opinion, how do you feel the events of the past year have impacted how educators and directors have been able to interact and engage with families? Have you all received any feedback from, you know, your users at Kangaroo Time about that? 
Yes, absolutely. So we know that it was such a challenging year for early childhood educators uh, throughout the industry. So specifically from our customers, we knew that they loved having kangaroo time because they were able to collect payments electronically. Uh, they had the parent app, which made it really easy for them to communicate their daily logs, um, even just messaging with parents. Uh, we also have text messaging, so it makes it really easy for customers to communicate with their families, keep them in the loop, letting them know about, you know, if the center needs to close, if they had a positive COVID case, um, and all those, you know, really timely things around COVID. Um, and then just also keeping them connected on, you know, what's happening. If you do have a new hire, letting them, you know, being able to send information out to them immediately. And then we know that, like, I think the early childhood education community has done such a great job of, you know, just really adapting to this new normal and finding things, you know, using Zoom for parent-teacher conferences as a whole. Uh, I just think we've seen so much innovation um, and we've seen so many in industry that went from, you know, pen and paper and, you know, doing things the long way a lot of times. Like, I know talking about using spreadsheets and using paper and we've seen it go from a nice to have software to a must have. Yeah, absolutely. We've obviously seen a trend over at Childcare CRM where people are trying to move to more contactless operations. So what are some key engagement methods that centers can use to combat the issue of needing to be contactless while still taking strides towards social distancing and other COVID precautionary measures? So at Kangaroo Time, we have our parent app, which is great for communicating with the parents, being able to share what's going on during the day, uh, letting them know what their child ate, if they had any diaper changes, you know, how potty training is going, uh, but then also being able to collect payments and share invoices. So you're not chasing down parents because we know so many centers, um, you know, they're trying, they rely so heavily on that in-person uh, engagement and now they don't have that anymore. You know, parents might not be allowed in the center. Um, you know, and it, those those precautions might still be in place. So, you know, we've been able to have a solution to say, okay, you have you can make your payments. Um, you can make your parent payments through the parent app. You can um, communicate with your families. We have text messages as well. So, you know, if you have something immediately that they need to know, you're closing for the weather, or you have a positive COVID case, um, you can immediately let parents know. We also have contactless check-in and check-out, which is really helpful for centers as well. So you're able to just use your smartphone, check into the center. So that gives you door lock access and also allows directors to know that you've checked your child in and out for the day. Oh, wow. That's great. When did you all launch that feature? Actually, we've always had that. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. So we have had that for a while. Um, so we have the door lock feature, which is separate. And then we also have the um, contactless check-in and check-out. And it's all done right within the Kangaroo Time Para app. That's fantastic. When we talk about engagement or, you know, campaigns focusing on parent engagement in marketing, we know it's essential for businesses to develop their messaging and their brand and the tone of voice that they want to use when they interact with parents and kind of the personality they want to give off. Do you have any suggestions on how a center can develop their messaging or their persona? I love this question because um, being a marketer and also being a parent, um, and we know that it's been a really hard year for parents, just, you know, being home with their children for an extended period of time, you know, while centers may have been closed um, or just not having, uh, you know, not allowing people into your house because, you know, you don't feel comfortable having somebody. So it's been a very challenging year for parents. So I think just hearing a trusted and a confident voice and 
direct communication is very, very important, um, especially when you're communicating important information about your cleaning procedures. Uh, if you do have a positive COVID case, um, all of that information, parents really want a confident voice. So, and a lot of that is reviewing your reviewing your messaging before it goes out, have another set of eyes on it, make sure that it is really confident because when you come across confident, people think that you're very competent and that we really can trust this information right. and where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one thing that's been uh, coming up a lot lately, just as I talk with business consultants or influencers in the space, is this desire for personability. Parents really want the the place where their child is going to spend, you know, most of their time to be somewhere that they're going to enjoy and that they feel like they have a good connection with the director, the owner. So I think one thing at CRM that we've really been trying to help our users with is using like, you know, the notes section to make notes about a parent or about a child so that you can build those meaningful relationships and have those communications and be that competent, reliable source while also serving their individual needs. So yeah, I think COVID has really kind of brought that to light as well. People are really craving, um, you know, they, it, everything's been so unreliable for the past year. So the last thing you want is for your childcare organization to be something else that you have to worry about. Yeah, I think that's such an important point and that's such a great idea to anything you can do to make things more personalized right now is really going to help. I think after a year of being at home and not having experiences, people are really craving experiences. So the more that you can make it personalized, make people feel really special and show them that, you know, what's the experience happening in your center? Like, what are they getting? Do you have like this really incredible, incredible curriculum? showcase it to them. I think it's really helpful if you have a tool like Kangaroo Time, if you have a parent app and you're able to show that to your parents, um, what's happening during the day and you can showcase this experience, they're gonna be able to justify sending their child to your center. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned you know, those personable communications. How often should a director or owner be communicating with families about what's going on at school? That's a great question. I think cadence is so important with communication. So I like thinking about all of the channels that you possibly have uh, to communicate with your parents. You know, maybe you're using a parent app, maybe you're using email, maybe you're using phone calls, figure out all the channels that you have, but really hone in on the ones that are working for you and those that are getting a lot of responses, or, you know, you're getting good responses and feedback from your parents on. Um, and then thinking about those channels, you know, if you have an email newsletter that you're doing, maybe that's where you include your parent handbook or other important information, but maybe not that quick, timely information. When you're thinking about uh, timely information, you know, your center's closing for whatever reason, sending that via text message, because that's something urgent that you want parents to immediately know information from. Really keeping your communication channels focused on specific messages, and your parents are going to start picking up on those patterns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if a parent maybe becomes a little bit less engaged, um, are there any triggers, in your opinion, that maybe indicate they need a little bit more attention and they need, um, you know, to kind of be reengaged with the center? I think that's great. And that's so important because we know that if parents aren't engaged, we know that retention might be an issue. So it's mm -hmm. in your best interest to, to be able to reach out to those parents who maybe aren't checking their messages or maybe they're not answering your text messages. Maybe you don't have the right phone number for them. So it's always great to be able to have um, 
it's always great to be able to keep track of that information. Um, with Kangaroo Time, you can manage all of that and you can monitor your parents' engagement and see who's responding, who's not. So knowing if you might need to check in with those families. So going back to that article I mentioned earlier, five ways to increase parent engagement. The article included a tip from Shira Leibowitz, who's the CEO at Discovery Village in Terrytown, New York. And she suggested creating opportunities for parents to connect with one another and build relationships. Can you share a little bit of the advice that Shira shared with you on how to build a forum for engaging parents and allowing them to connect with one another? Yes, I think build, building community is such an important part of having a childcare center. Um, giving your parents an opportunity to talk to one another, to get to know one another, maybe schedule play dates outside of, uh, outside of your center. Um, giving them that opportunity, especially right now, your parents might not be allowed to come into your center. You might have to socially distance when you're in line for pickup or for drop off where you actually, your, your parents really can't talk to one another or, you know, you're in a mask, you can't really see who is who. So providing those opportunities for them to engage right now is really important. And Shira had a great idea, creating a Slack channel. So Slack is a tool, it's pretty affordable. Um, it is paid, but a lot of parents might already have it. So it might just be adding another, uh, adding another tool onto their Slack that they're already using and giving them this uh, opportunity to talk to one another. Um, the same can be done with a Facebook group adding all of your parents, uh, you know, sending them the Facebook group saying, feel free to join. You can make this a guided discussion if you want and share discussion topics, um, you know, share some photos throughout the day if you'd like. Um, or you can just let them have it, chat it and be an open space on their own and not have any type of moderation with it. But I think it's just very important to be able to give them those opportunities to connect with one another because I really do think that they're craving it, especially coming off a year of not having those interactions. Yeah, absolutely. And another tip that falls under Shira's came from Danny Christine, and she mentioned the importance of hosting parents-only events. Can you share some of her advice about those events and maybe the impact this has on a parent's perceptions of the center? I think that this is an incredible idea, uh, hosting parents-only events. And we know that Danny saw so much uh, positive feedback about this from parents of being able to just come have no kids and just connect with other parents because a lot of the parents are going through the same things. They have questions about potty training. They may have questions about developmental milestones and they can kind of share that feedback with and ideas with a fellow parents. So I think it's really helpful to have them connect in person like that, mm -hmm. or even if you were to do it digitally over a Zoom, um, but just giving them that opportunity. And then I think the perception that it can have on your center is that you care about parents and you care about their relationships that they're having and building that community of, with your center. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's so interesting you mentioned that maybe they have questions about the same things. What a fantastic idea to bring parents in and maybe do like, you know, a lunch and learn or dinner and learn, if you want to call it, whatever you want to call that, dinner and drinks or something, um, where they can just come in, ask questions to the educators in the center or the director or the owner about potty training seems to be going great here at the school, but when I take them home, I'm really struggling to do it on my own. And I think so many of them have those same questions, but to be able to educate your parents beyond just educating their children really increases stickiness or retention um, and that they're going to feel like they're receiving, you know, the ultimate value from your center. 
I think that's so true. And in so many of these cases, our directors, owners, educators, they are the subject matter experts for these. Parents usually are starting from nothing. They don't They've never done potty training before. Um, they don't know how to start with solids sometimes. <laughs> All those important things that they, the center is really the subject matter expert on, that if you can just share that information, parents are so grateful because they've never done this before. And that you've already been through this so many different, you know, you've had years of experience do that. Sure, tell me how to do that. And if you can provide some programming on that in these type of events, it'd be really helpful to parents. Yeah. And for, you know, any director or owner who might be kind of wondering how to get started, I would definitely suggest maybe even just sending out a survey to your parents and, you know, seeing what topics they might be interested in learning more about. You know, if you're practicing social distancing at your center, you could do this over Zoom or like you mentioned, have like a Slack chat or even a Facebook group, uh, depending on the size of your organization. So I did. I think any way that, yeah, you can focus on educating the parents as well as the children is really going to help in the long run. Yeah. And I think you hit on a topic I love talking about of sending out surveys, because mm -hmm. I think it's so important to solicit that feedback and get that feedback, understanding where you need to improve and also understanding what your strengths are. Sometimes it might be things that you don't know about. You might not realize like how strong your teachers are in the classroom. That's something that you should be promoting and using in your marketing materials. Um, there's tons of free tools. I know that we've talked about this before. You can use uh, Google Forms if you use the Google Worksuite. Um, there's also Typeform, which I think you pay a monthly fee. Uh, these are great tools to use to be able to quickly get set up, They're nice and user-friendly. But sending out that survey, I think is so important for getting that feedback. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know any off the top of my head, but I'm positive there's research out there that sh links, um, you know, feedback with retention, just in the fact that people want to feel heard and they want to feel like they have a voice, um, particularly if it's something as personal as childcare. So yeah, I think Typeform, Google Forms, um, there's a lot of free resources. I can link some below as well in the description. Um, but yeah, I think if you're not sending surveys, that's something you definitely may want to start looking into. And not to get off too much on a tangent about this, but I do think it's such a great point that you made of you know giving them an opportunity to give that feedback, give that feedback in private, whether that is mm -hmm. you're sending a survey or getting the one-on-one -on -one feedback face-to-face. Uh, -face. It's really important because sometimes they might just take that to a really public place and it might be on Facebook, it might be in a Google review where you don't want it to be. So I think it's really important just to have a touch point like that to be able to share the feedback and correct yourself where you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. We've definitely heard some horror stories about Google reviews or Facebook reviews. So yeah, that's a giving them a place to do that is essential. I know we could do a whole separate podcast. on. I that. know we should, <laughs> we should consider that. I know. Um, and then finally, in the article, um, our CEO, Matt Amoya with, from Childcare CRM, he talked about the importance of meeting parents where they're at and communicating with them using their preferred contact method. And I'm a big believer in this as well, um, just from a marketing enrollment point of view. But I would say childcare is still unique in that, although you know many millennial parents prefer texting, uh, with childcare, they are craving that person personability like we mentioned and those personal experiences. So they may still appreciate other types of interactions. So how should centers kind of prioritize the various communication methods to keep that personal feeling in their center? 
So I think that's such a great, uh, such a great point. And one thing I will say, a quick pitch for childcare CRM, your building blocks report uh, is such a great uh, font of information for a child care center. So I encourage everyone to read that as a marketer. I love that sort of information. And you have so much great information about there about, you know, what channels parents are using. Um, but to your point, I do think it's great to prioritize personalized communication. So when you can make a point to try to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with parents, you know, whether if that's at pickup or drop off, um, of course, you can't do it every day, but if you can make a point that, you know, one day of the month, I'm going to stand there, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I, they see my face, they know who I am, I'm saying hello, I make sure that I know their child's name. Um, I think that type of personalization is very important, but then also making it scalable on the other side, too, of, you know, leveraging a parent app where you can to send out the daily reports. And that's going to save you a ton of time that you have time in your day to do the other things that might not be so scalable, but will really add points of personalization. Right. And I think adding in, you know, of course, like you mentioned, those face-to-face -face interactions when you can at pickup or drop-off are essential. But if you can offer those real-time updates through a parent app, um, then I think that is going to make a huge impact because I think, you know, um, Parents like to see what's going on throughout the day and it kind of, you know, especially with the craziness that is going on right now, I'm sure it like brightens their day to see, oh, okay, Tom is having a really good lunch or, oh, he's playing with his friend or, you know, he hit another milestone in this learning program. Um, so I do think sending those real-time updates through Kangaroo Time is, you know, a huge like step towards the future of childcare. Absolutely. And I think having a parent app like that really is a value add for centers. And we saw that at Kangaroo Time because we had tons of requests from our customers asking, hey, can you send me an image I can put on our website? Because we want to promote that we have a parent app on our website because that, you know, we have to market that to our parents. They have to know that we have that because it's such a huge value add. We hear it time and time again and thought light bulb went off. Okay, we got to start creating a ton of parent materials mm -hmm. to be able to send to our customers to share with uh, with parents. So I do think it's a huge value add. So if you have a parent app, let your parents know. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that idea. And I mean, I'm not a parent, um, but I could imagine I do have lots of nieces and nephews, um, and they <laughs> all go to daycare. And, um, you know, definitely being able to kind of see what's going on, like my sister in law will send me a screenshot of the message that she gets or, you know, just kind of update the family and what's going on. And it's, it's just really fun. But it also does kind of give you that peace of mind, especially if you know, you're starting with a young child in a new, a new organization or a new facility. So. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I love about Kangaroo Time is that you can add family members on there. We have so many grandparents and uh, aunts and uncles on there as well who are able to see the child's day and what's going on. So it's a family affair. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, where can, um, you know, if people want to get started with a parent app, uh, where can they learn more about that or, you know, schedule a demo with you all? So we host twice a week group demos, which are 30 minutes. So if you're interested in just seeing their features and functionality of Kangaroo Time, you can visit our website at kangarootime.com and you'll see the schedule a demo. And then it gives you options for the group demo. So we have those Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that is a quick way just to get started. 
But if you want a more personalized demo where we'll actually show how the software can work for your center, which is a little bit more in depth, you can schedule a personalized demo. Um, one thing I'd also like to say is that we also have an integration with childcare CRM. So once a family gets started in childcare CRM, it gets transferred over into Kangaroo Time. So it's a really seamless journey uh, for the parent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, the video you all posted recently showcasing the integration from CRM to Kangaroo Time. It really just highlights, and I'll link that in the description as well. It just highlights how quick and easy the process is. And that's the feedback we get from you know our users who utilize that integration is like it just saves them so much time and reduces stress, I think, because they don't have to go and double check, you know, paper forms or look at various systems to figure out who's enrolled or who's waitlisted. So. Yeah, it's such a huge time saver. We hear time and time again from our mutual customers how it's just it's a click of a button. It's already transferred into Kangaroo Time um, and it's a free integration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I think this was fantastic. And if anyone has any questions for Genevieve or I, you can reach out to me um, on Childcare CRM's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, we're pretty much everywhere that we can be, um, but definitely reach out if you have any questions about what we discussed today. Thanks so much for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about childcare CRM or childcare forms, visit us online at childcarecrm.com and make sure to follow, rate, and review so you'd never miss out on another episode.